Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. It's Friday the 23rd. Our last Bible study on the Christmas story. Next week, Monday the 26th through the 29th or the 30th, yeah. We will be doing key verses for the new year that we can hang on to, stand, memorize, quote to ourselves and to others. I just thought of something. Did you ever see a gingerbread house? Someone, beautiful brother and sister in the Lord, the wife was very creative, a great baker. She made a huge gingerbread house and delivered, gave it to my wife and I for Christmas. And they weren't there on Christmas Eve, but my whole family was there, my grandchildren, and they were younger. And one grandson named Tommy, he was about six or seven years old, and he had a sweet tooth. And there was this gingerbread in one of the rooms of the house that we were living in then. He just was looking at every day. It was tormenting him. I mean, he wanted to eat that. Everything was made of candy, chocolate, ginger, whatever. So we're opening presents. And suddenly, someone realized, where's Tommy? Where's Tommy? So his father, I believe it was, got up, walked through the house, came to that room where the gingerbread house was. Tommy's face is covered in chocolate. And he's already crying before he's corrected. He knows he, he, knows he was busted. But was the funny part to me when I trotted in to look at it, he had taken half the roof off the gingerbread house. The gingerbread house was missing a roof, like a tornado had come through. And that roof was in his mouth and in his stomach. Wow, sugar is addictive, isn't it? Well, I want the Word of God to be addictive to us this Christmas season and New Year. And we're finishing out the story by reading this. In those days, Luke 2, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He had a register, he and his betrothed wife, Mary, because of the census. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. And she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And the shepherds come. God speaks to shepherds through angels to go to the place where the baby is. They got there way, way before the three wise men who were following a star. Just shepherds. That was on the low part of the economic strata of Israel in that time. Like, my son's a doctor, my son's a lawyer. What's your son? What's your son do? He's a shepherd. A shepherd? Please, a shepherd? Your son's a shepherd. That's who God announced it to. But it's in keeping with this. Mary and Joseph were so poor that when the baby was 
uh, dedicated in the temple. They didn't, they didn't have enough money for an animal. They only could purchase birds. That was provision for poor people. Why didn't God pick someone rich? If God's with someone, aren't they always rich? What nonsense. What utter nonsense we've perverted Christianity, many people have into, thinking that godliness means gain and having a lot of money. The baby was born, and they wrapped him in not swaddling clothes. I heard that when I was growing up. I had no idea what that was. What are, what are swaddling clothes? Does anyone talk about that? Any, who uses that in their vocabulary? Like, come on, let's, let's go shopping in the mall. Why? What do you want to get? Uh, I want to get some new jeans. And I want... No, I'm, I'm interested in buying some swaddling clothes, strips of cloth. That's how poor they were. They wrapped baby Jesus in strips of cloth. But what made it great was the glory of God and God's favor, not in anything material. Anything material, physical, does not make something great. Because greatness before God is spiritual greatness, not any physical greatness. You can live in a shack, and it's a more beautiful house than someone in a four million dollar condo because God is there and he was born in a manger yeah like where they keep animals do you think that's by accident and if it was that way wouldn't God be like embarrassed to say that why would he say have Luke tell that story about where he was born in the manger what's the point of that because great things happen in humble circumstances if you would have been walking by that manger that day and heard the baby along with some animal sound. That wasn't a good animal sound. I'm not good with sounds. You would have walked by, heard that baby and want baby in a manger, poor things, poor things. But you know, some people live like that. You know, they're not even ashamed to give birth in a manger. Respectable people go to a top flight hospital and then they have a baby shower before that and a baby dedication, and we do it to the nines. Not with God. Aren't you happy? I would rule out so many people. But why was he in the manger? Not only to show the humility of Mary Joseph, that blessed are the poor and blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. But there's something else. You know why he was there? Because there was no room in the hotel. No room. I wonder if people knew who was going to be born that day. They would have made room. Get out of your room. I want Mary and Joseph in there. I want to be able to say, he was born in my hotel. Isn't that the truth that still is today? No room for Jesus. Room for houses, lands, and pleasures. Room for things that pass away. But for the one who reigns forever. There's no room today. Too busy with our phones, making money, binge watching something on television, on Netflix. Just busy, 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 and no room for Jesus. I don't want that for us this Christmas. Let's make extra room. Come on, we're Christians. But now let's give them more room. Let's give them the whole house, every room. Lord Jesus, into my, oh, just thought of that from when I was a kid. Into my heart into my heart. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come in today. Come in to stay. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Have a blessed Merry Christmas with Jesus in your heart. God bless you.